but I remember thinking, this isn't competitive. Everything in my life was a zero-sum game. Well, today's guest is Brian Wimes. I met Brian about six years ago playing hockey at Minnesota. It was a guy's pickup weekend. We were going to field a team for the U.S. Pond Hockey Championship this year, but that course got busted with COVID. Anyhow, Brian and I, a while back, started talking about yoga, and he shared his practice. And I asked him to share his story on the show. So I know you're going to enjoy this one. Brian talks a bit about what it's like being the only guy in the yoga class and those thoughts and feelings, in addition to all of the great things he gets out of yoga, particularly in helping him just steady his mind. So anyhow, you'll enjoy the show. I know you will. And thanks for listening. Hey, Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, good morning, Derek. How are things in the great state of North Carolina? Uh, overall, they're pretty good. You know, we're still in this pandemic, uh, but I feel like things are starting to loosen up a little bit. Um, both my wife and I have received our first vaccine shots, so that feels pretty good. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's springtime. It's a beautiful time of year. So things are um, better than they were a month or two ago, for sure. That's awesome. Well, hey, uh, thanks again for joining us. And uh, I think as you and I talked about over the phone when I was sort of pitching you the show was, you know, I know you have a yoga practice. I knew you got into yoga a number of years ago. And I just wanted to, I wanted our listeners to hear your story about how you got into yoga and um, how it's helped you in your life. But why don't we start there? How, what, where were you in your life when you got into your practice? Sure. Sure. Um, so it was 16, 17 years ago. Uh, I was working for myself, um, had an agency of, uh, insurance and had a flexible schedule. And I was, um, I grew up as an athlete, um, played hockey at the college level, um, played all sorts of sports and started to realize how important flexibility was in that arena and was intrigued by the peacefulness of yoga um, and was able to had a gym membership and uh, saw classes being conducted in there and decided to one day just pop in. I was 29 at the time. And starting to feel a little bit older and realized uh, after the first class that that is something that I enjoyed. And I, I, I remember this feeling, Derek, that when I would walk in there, I would be stressed. I you know, had two or three employees. There was numbers I needed to hit. Um, There's always not enough hours in the day. So I would walk into that classroom into the studio and walk out a different person. Like I remember the feeling of walking out of the gym and just being calm, peaceful, and able to concentrate in a way that I couldn't an hour before. So you just happened to see this studio and sort of said, you know, I got to check that out. So it was just purely on what you came across versus someone being like, hey, you got to go check out yoga. Yes. Yes. It was, uh, yeah, it was a spontaneous thing that I did just one day. Just like, I'm going to go, okay, I'm just going to pop in here. And the main reason why I felt comfortable doing that, I think, is because the instructor was a dude. 
and that had a big impact on me. He was um, this guy named Steve Saford, who I think you may be able to talk to uh, later on. And um, he was very accessible. He was interesting. He was he was funny. teaching that class. He was teaching that class, and he I would always take his classes. So he was the one that really was instrumental in getting me into into yoga, understanding it, um, and able to incorporate that into my life. How old was Steve at this time? Like, was he an older guy? Was he a guy close to your age? Yeah, he was middle-aged. He, he was probably 45, maybe 50, 45, 50, something like that. Yeah. So that, that's how I began. And, uh, I would do it, you know, two days a week, maybe for, I don't know, three years ish, something like that. And Steve approached me. He's like, He's like, you should teach. <laughs> and I said, what? I'm like, I, there's no way I'm qualified or even thinking about getting in front of a class. And he's like, no, you really should. He's like, I'm going to be moving down to Salisbury because this was in Lexington at the time. And he paid for me to get a, you know, the most basic certification, which was like a three day seven hours a day. So it was like a 21 hour certification to be able to do it at a gym. Um, and I did that. I enjoyed the certification immensely. So three day certification. Yeah. I, I know you're, I know you're laughing. At me, <laughs> it's sort of like, so, so was that done at his studio? No, it was down in Charlotte. So it was like, you know, probably like 25 people. And we, and there was, would you, you say know, it was mostly all women in that little certification class? Absolutely. Were you the only guy? There was one other guy who was like 75 and Yoda like. He was really, he was an interesting guy. But yeah, it was, I was definitely a fish out of water. So you did the certification. And, and I, I got to tell you, just to go back, I, I think it's pretty impressive that right out of the gates, you developed a somewhat steady practice, meaning like you were going two or three days a week. It's not like you came in, took a class, and you're like, all right, that wasn't too bad. You, you did it. And then you kind of were like, wow, I, I got a lot out of that. I'm going to keep doing this. Like, is that, is that sort of fair that that's the way yeah. it sort of worked out? Yeah, that's accurate. And that's just because your body was like, this feels good to move around. This feels good. And, uh, I, I guess I kind of enjoy this. Yes. And I would add on to that. I remember thinking this isn't competitive. So Everything I had done in life up until that point was a win-lose. So, you know, sports growing up, you win or you lose. Go Academics, you either get the A or you get the C. I was in sales. So you saw a number, you saw the spreadsheet, you were either one through five or you were 10 through 40 or, what, you know, whatever. Everything in my life was a zero-sum game, I felt like. And you felt like just, just as a guy, it was nice to kind of just take, take the foot off the pedal and check in, sort of drop out a little bit with that competitive attitude. Yes. And just like focus on yourself and your breath. Like the, the concept of like being able to breathe intentionally and then use that to get deeper into a pose was fascinating to me. And I've really just enjoyed the, the concept of like, all right, I'm not trying to win anything. I'm not trying to get to the ceiling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I am just doing this for enjoyment and for myself. It was very therapeutic in that way. I think a big part of like, when you first go into yoga class, or at least, from, you know, from what I remember, 
I think you're so conscientious about like, do I have enough space around me? Um, do I, you know, do I want to be closer to the wall or the side of the room? You know, whether you just, cause you want to leave, like, you know, if I, I need to be able to abort and get out of this yep. room if I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then thinking about kind of just who's in the room and what am I doing? I think it's pretty hard in the beginning to really pay attention to what am I feeling? What's my breath? You know, how am I breathing? And that is something that I don't think I really got into until later in my practice, which was checking in with the breath to kind of calm your body and calm your mind in a way that actually helps you do the pose better versus like when I was in high school and you were on the bench and you had two plates and a couple of nickels on the side, you know, when you took the weight off the bench and were pressing it, like you stopped breathing because you were like, I'm going to just push this thing up. And, uh, of course, you've got mm-hmm. somebody there telling you that you're the man and it's all you and you got this, right? You get all that stuff happening, but it's, it's totally the opposite. And I, and I found later on that holding the breath or breathing hard or fighting through a certain pose means you're, you are really not where you need to be in the pose. And uh, so I'm totally with you on the fact that how much the breath really, really helps out on a lot of levels. Uh, yoga is a workout, but it's a totally different workout. And it's actually doing bigger things at a very deeper level, more than they think probably. Yep. Completely agree with that. So, so you got into yoga for two or three times a week. What does your practice look like now? I mean, obviously we're in a pandemic, you know, people aren't going to the studio prior to the pandemic. Did you go to a studio? Did you do some at home? Are you doing at home now? Like, and, and, and how does it fit in, in your schedule, your life, whether it's something structured or not i did go to a couple classes there's a studio that's a really beautiful space it's upstairs there's old building big windows sunlight beaming through hardwood floors and it's just it's just it's just a yoga studio so i go there um i'm the only dude in the class so i feel a little bit self-conscious about that because i wonder if they're thinking Am I checking them out? <laughs> right? Maybe I should just move to the back of the room. Like like what you were saying. Yeah, well, I think this kind of gets into also like just just people's minds are already racing in different directions, like thinking like um taking in all that. And I think, you know, guys, maybe some guys do go to yoga class just to check out women. You know, I I, I think um I think that's more it's less of the case than the reality. I think a lot of guys are going into yoga now because because they get it. They see how it helps them. Uh, it helps them with their, their, their body, their joints, their flexibility, their strength. And, um, you know, I think um, that mentality of where are the other guys in the room thinking about it is, is probably going to be a thing of the past pretty soon. Hey, if you're enjoying this interview and you've got a great story for how you got into yoga or you know somebody else who might, email us at gtypodcast at gmail.com and help other guys get into yoga. All right, let's get back to the interview. So you've got this place down in town on, yeah. you know, right yeah. down there on the main. Yeah. My next door neighbor's a wonderful teacher. So there's a little bit of a connection there, but I, I but I felt awkward being the only guy there. So I, I stopped doing that. You stopped doing that because you, you were the only guy. Yeah. 
Did you feel not welcomed or you just sort of said, you know, I'm just, I'm just feel out of place in here. I felt very welcome, uh, welcomed. And, uh, but I just felt like I don't want to be, I, I was worried about the perception that they had, which is, you know, that's my own issue, I think. But then one, and then another instructor just wasn't very good. So like that kind of turned me off. Like she just, she just really like was really fast. And like, I like the flow of yoga, like the vinyasa, just getting in deeper into poses. And she was just like, I felt like it was like a race. I think it's a huge point that I think both men and women miss out on is, you know, a lot of these flow yoga classes, um, you know, people like them because it's sort of a quote unquote, a workout, right? Their heart rate's up, they're moving around. But if you're moving in and out of the poses too fast and you don't have a moment to really settle in and appreciate it, which is what I kind of liked about Bikram when I first got into Bikram years ago, you were sort of in the pose longer. You know, it is kind of a turnoff if all of a sudden you're moving around so fast that you really can't pay attention to what you're doing because you're either adjusting your towel or you're adjusting your mat or you're looking around to figure out, you know, are we in this pose now? Are we now in another one? And it totally throws you off. So I get that. So, so what I did to, um, to keep continue practicing, cause I wanted to, you know, reap the rewards of it was do, just doing it on my own. So I work that in, into my morning time. I get up stupid early most mornings. So it allows me to have some time to, to start my day. Um, I do on average, probably 15, 20, 25 minutes of, of yoga practice, um, typically on my own, but sometimes I'll throw on a video um, just to pick some stuff up. Video meaning like of uh, 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 people doing yoga or just like the news or anything that's on? No, 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 no. I always, I either you do have, yoga with Fox news. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I either do, <laughs> I either um, do like a YouTube video uh, or the, I used to subscribe to Gia, which was a yoga. Gaia? Gaia. Um, I would subscribe to that, but I like just doing it on my own. Cause I don't, I don't, I, it, it, at least I miss going to a class. I wish that there was more accessibility, but obviously in the last, you know, 13 months, that's not, that's not happening. Um, but I work it into my day. And then one thing too, is I'll just randomly at work or like at home, I'll just randomly get into a pose for like 30 seconds or a minute and just do the intentionality, do seven or eight breaths. And even that working that into my day, even if it's a few minutes is centering. So I'm just really thankful for that. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, um, well, a couple of things. One, uh, there are sometimes literally I, I go into some kind of, um, either what's called chair pose or awkward pose, or I'll do a sort of a forward fold somewhere in like the, uh, the checkout line, waiting in the checkout line, or if I'm just anywhere, because you know what, your back gets a little bit tight from sitting all day, or you just want to move around a little bit. And so maybe you're not doing a full on, you know, yoga asana in the middle of stop and shop, but you are kind of real checking in with your body and realizing kind of what's going on, right? You're sort of like, and so instead of just ignoring that feeling and just feeling like a little tight or whatever throughout the day, like, you know, what? I'm gonna take a half second here while I've got a minute and just, just stretch, do a quick little stretch. You know, maybe it's a calf thing. Maybe it's uh, whatever, just a deep knee bend or whatever. 
That I totally get. And I find myself a little more, more aware of that. And I think just that awareness comes out of the yoga practice because you just kind of know and feel your body better. The other point about studios and, and working at home, doing your own thing, like I think there's pros and cons. And I would imagine you probably feel the same. What do you think you get out of a studio that you don't get at home? And then what about vice versa? So I think um, the studio is, uh, I get a lot out of it. It's sort of like the analogy of church. Like I miss going to church. Yeah. It's community um, relationships. And then also having a dedicated space just for that activity. I think that is for human, the human mind is really important. That's one thing I don't like about the pandemic is like, I can work from where, wherever I am with my computer. And I don't think that that's necessarily a healthy thing. So compartmentalizing and like ability to just focus on that one activity and then leaving that space physically, going to that space and then conducting the activity and then leaving it, I think is something that I really miss and something that I appreciate about um, a church or a sanctuary, a park, a walk in the woods whatever it is. And, and so I think that that just the physical space and then obviously like the knowledge and the prompts that are given to you from a good instructor are invaluable. Like I just like, you know, the, when you have a good instructor, they're like, Oh, touch your pinky to, you know, that piece of the ground. And like, and Derek, you've done, I, I hearken back to um, downward dog, what you were doing with me was like just turning your hands a little bit outward. Like for some reason, just that little bit of um, flexing really helped with my shoulders. Yeah, the rotation of the the arms, yeah, yeah. So like those are the things that I miss. You know, I know I'm missing stuff if I'm just doing it on my own. You know, it's kind of, it's a real shame. There's been so many studios that have had to close because of the pandemic and the studios just don't make a lot of money. I mean, they barely make... A lot of them make their money off their teacher trainings, but studios absolutely have value. And uh, I hope there's some studios still around when the pandemic is done, because uh, I agree. I think it's a community. It's a great way to get away and kind of join or meet others and, uh, you know, take the energy from the room and actually um, also enjoy the fact that the room usually has, you know, a great temperature setting that's perfect for yoga, you know, helps you keep moving around. Not that you need that temperature all the time, but Studios have a lot of benefit, and I think there's a lot of benefit in going and being there with others. Having said that, there's something nice about a home practice because you get to exp- you can kind of uh, you know order off the menu, so to speak, as far as what you want to work on. And uh, you know, sometimes I'll put on you know one of these um, yoga classes and and start following along, and then after that, I'm sort of doing my own thing. But it's sort of you have the sound of the teacher in the room on the TV you know, or on the computer or whatever, just taking you through stuff. And that almost feels like you're in there in the, in the room, even though that you're, you're totally doing a different sequence or, or um, a set of postures. So I think there's pros and cons and it sounds like you found a lot in both as well. Yeah, absolutely. So what kind of advice would you give to guys listening who don't have a yoga practice or haven't gotten into it and all that stuff? I would say that, um, especially as we, as you get older, the, the more, 
valuable a yoga practice can be. Um, I think a lot of people, uh, from, from my experience, continue on their path, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, whatever they're into doing. And if this is something new for guys, that they are going to reap so many rewards physically, but more importantly, mentally. Um, and it, it, there's even a spiritual component to it as well for me. And so it's mind, body, and spirit. I mean, if you can combine that into one, yoga does that for me. And uh, I would just say, like, it's just a healthy thing to do for your body. And then what happens, the benefits are long lasting. They last throughout the day. We're like, a tr- I still work out, uh, still do, you know, weights and cardio stuff. Um, enjoy playing sports for sure. And those are hugely beneficial to me. But yoga is more of a long lasting benefit that goes throughout my entire day. Yeah. And there was a quote somewhere I came across, somebody asked a yoga instructor, well, how often should I do yoga? And, and the, the instructor, and she said, uh, only on the days you want to feel good. <laughs> That's good. So That's, it's true. It is true. It is true. And I, and I would say if you can do it in the morning, it sets you up for the whole day. And I think a lot of times as we get older, People want to push their workouts later in the day because they're busy. And the next thing you know, it's dinner time and you, you, you didn't do anything today and you're ready to go to sleep. You're exhausted. I've, I've been there. I would, you know, encourage people to just check it out. 10, 20 minutes, do it. You can do stuff online or go to a class. And, and as I've shared, you know, there's, there's, there's good, bad, and indifferent with classes. And uh, just if, it, if it's not good, Find something that, that, that suits you and, and it's out there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, hey, Brian, listen, great to have you on the show. Thanks for making some time. And uh, listen, man, have a great day. And thanks again. Namaste. Well, great talking to Brian. I knew you guys would enjoy it. He is, um, he's a heck of a guy and I appreciate not only his... Uh, his friendship, but also his sharing his story here on the Guys Talking Yoga podcast. Tune in next week and we'll have another one. Take care.